0: Miami never thought you'd hear it again but we're back we actually took on um, the slightest of breaks just because we wanted to make sure our next guest was you know right for what we're, we're looking to do here and by the way I'm Jordan
1: by the way I'm Katerina and yes slightest of breaks had to be taken but we didn't lose anything from it if anything we gained something from it and it's, it's been fun uh, this past month in, you know, COVID land, uh, 2020. Jay, <laughs> any updates on your end and what's going on in LA? Well, I mean.
0: Like, yeah. If, they're, if you're listening right now, you're more than likely in LA. You can look out the window and just tell that we're going to go back into a lockdown. Yeah. Not great for the music industry, but also it's, we're, we're being more inventive. How's it going in Miami? Tell us about Miami.
1: It's a little bit of a nightmare. I won't lie. Although I've heard that we're doing better than states like Colorado in terms of like wearing our masks and actually like respecting people's face. But we are partying. The clubs are open. Art Basel is not really happening, but it's happening a little bit um, in the most inventive of ways, as you've said. Yeah. But that's Miami for you. Um, you of
0: inventive. I feel like we have just that very creative, art centered, (laughs) art driven artist today, guest, musician, um, vocalist, Miss Dina Adin. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. So tell us, where are you and who are you? (laughs) Where are you in the world? world? (laughs) Well, I
2: am an artist. Performing artist, singer, songwriter on I am in Miami. I'm in Florida. I was in LA, so I got to get a feel of what you guys are talking about. Then <laughs> back in the city and yeah, just pursuing my dreams out here
1: in Corona. As we all are. <laughs> It's a bit it's a bit difficult in Florida these days, but we're we're all hustling out here and pursuing our dreams and living our lives to the fullest. You got the the duality of what Jordan and I pretty much live combined, aka LA and Miami. But I mean, what like has impacted you the most from like seeing what's going on in LA and like what's going on here like in terms of this whole pandemic, like what has impacted you the most as an artist?
2: Um, I'd most definitely you know, say performing and just live shows, period. Um, Obviously it's an inventive time, like you mentioned, and it's kind of just like being um, innovative and everything's virtual. So
3: um,
2: it's more so just tapping into how to engage with people in that format. So it's like,
0: yeah, that's the, I guess that's the greatest impact. Yeah, and you're so good at that, though. Like, I've seen your, your socials. I guess we can plug them in the description for everyone who's listening. But that seems like one of your, your really impressive suits and your strong suits is your socials and, and, and portraying yourself as an artist. For anyone that doesn't know, like, what would you say is, your like, you know, your favorite part of being an artist or, or pursuing music? Right. Um I would
2: say my favorite part is uh just being active in what I love to do. <laughs> that part as well as um curating content. So I'm big on, you know, collaborating with fellow creatives down here or just folks that can bring visions to life. I think that's the the most fun part about it is going through the curating process and seeing how it comes together in the end so that's really fun you know whether it be music videos or photo shoots any type of content
0: that you can put out into the world right Putting a face 100 percent. you're great at that
1: yeah that was one of the first things that i think i like once i finally got like serious and into the researching of you like Mm -hmm. just looking at your instagram like you what you were saying about like how everything's virtual, like I feel like that's something that you have down to a science. Like you really? have your virtual. <laughs> presence. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like your virtual presence is very like established. I don't know. Like your okay. your content is all like. Thank you. Uh, that's how. Yeah, like from from an outsider's perspective, like it right. really does seem like you're you've got a plan or a vision. I get and, that. Yeah, that's super. You know, admirable. You, I too. actually, I guess,
2: I'm just critical of myself you know but hearing it from yeah. you know and not someone on the outside is definitely uh, encouraging so thank you um I just try to be consistent I think that's just the name of the game is consistency and
1: consistency is key in all in all facets of like any kind of work I think exactly um, and as you know now that we're talking about consistency maybe let's take it back and
0: mm-hmm. try
1: to get a, a, a notion for, like, who, how did this start? Like, how did your artistry begin Um, in terms of, like, are, are you mainly a vocalist? Do you produce as well? Like, what was the first jump?
2: Um. Well, I most definitely was initiated into music by just knowing, or just being being aware that I I can sing and my family helping me be aware of it just by, you know, supporting at a young age. So, um, I'm I'm pretty invested in just songwriting, making music and using my voice as an instrument. Um, I'm not a producer. I I, I dance on the side for fun. Uh, you know, music kind of just goes through my body in that way. So, um, Yeah. I mean, I knew I wanted to do it since I was young and it was just a matter of um, taking that leap of faith and, you know, going full throttle and putting all of my energy into it, you know, as a career. So.
1: Yeah. 100%. Right. I think um, one of the things that people like you who obviously like, like you said, it, it moves through your body in a way that you just like, you just have to let it do its thing. That's something that doesn't, I don't know, not to hype you up again, like, (laughs) but that's not something that happens to everyone, you know, like, that's not, that's not like a God given feeling for everyone. Like you clearly have a gift and listening to even, I mean, unfortunately, like me and Jordan didn't find you until now, but your branches EP got a lot of hype and that was your first real legit project, right? Yeah,
2: definitely. Definitely. 2017.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. How did it feel like for your first project to get such attention? Like you, I mean, you seem, you said it, you're, you're hypercritical and, you know, but you're aware that you have a gift. So was it like a surprise for you? Like, how did you handle all of that?
2: Um, With Branches EP, it was definitely a collaborative effort and, you know, releasing it and putting it together. I worked with a couple of producers Applejacks, um d j illusion and i'd say um I, I guess the the anticipation for it was was felt just amongst my immediate you know creative crew, so that kind of helped just like put in that positive and you know intention into the release and putting it out with you know just just high just anticipation i guess or <laughs> just being excited about it you know just from the home you know the home base like the excitement was there so you know putting it out into the world it's still circulating which i'm very happy about it actually just landed a really dope placement well flighted, did and i'm finding that the songs on it even now are, are like the highest you know plays on spotify you know so <laughs> it feels good yeah. you know a couple years later it's still being um engaged and uh, it's a lot of new listeners that are still catching you know the branches EP it's still new to so many ears so um it feels really good like it feels good to know that a project that I put together three years ago is still you know moving the people and landing different you know placements and backgrounds on um, so many different little videos and curators and stuff like that it's really dope yeah
0: mm-hmm. that's so cool especially I don't know if you explicitly said it but correct me if I'm wrong but FLY yes Rover. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes that was uh, one of the like best
2: I think even t- t- today like it's, it's still one of my highlights of 2020 and uh, yeah for sure like was a very big surprise to me because i i didn't have any idea that that would happen <laughs> so um yeah, yeah. i was actually
1: gonna ask like do you who who makes you aware of that like is somebody from like range rover hitting you up? No. Like, hey, by the way, like,
2: and that's crazy like and things happen you know behind the scenes and you know the artists many times don't even know it's if that that is happening so yeah with this particular um Placement. I actually was notified about it through an Instagram follower, so yeah, I got yeah. a DM and you know I opened it with you know just regular day and um, you know they're like this is your song and I was like yo it's so crazy. Um, the person that was in the video is Anthony. I'm horrible. I forgot. His, Anthony Joshua. I think he's like or Josh. I might be saying his name wrong, but he's like a big, a big yeah. ass um, boxer. So he started starred in the oh, fiftieth anniversary Range Rover commercial and they indeed chose my song. It's so cool. It was
0: dope. Yeah, Anthony he he's huge. I know who you're talking about. Right. And I didn't yeah. really
2: know about him till that, you know, I saw that ad as well. So, you know, I just got to learn a little more about how things work. I do have a licensing company, so come to find out it was through
0: them, you know? And I just didn't know until it was aired. <laughs> <laughs> that is really, really incredible. I'm I'm happy that happened. It's like those Thank small you. wins you have to celebrate these yeah. days. But I do have a question about you mentioned earlier your creative crew or like you know your, your team out in Miami. Can you kind of like walk us through that? Maybe it, whether it be some of your producers or maybe you have a team. Um, any anyone that you're working with? Well, I'd love to hear like kind of what that's like for you or how Miami has kind of positioned that
2: for sure um well I love to shout my my dogs out my girls and you know my producer friends everything like that because um you know without them I couldn't create the vision that you guys see on social media so um I'd say it's not necessarily a like professional team is what I'd call it I'd, I'd more call it just a creative you know, group of people that come together when we have ideas, you know, um, and we just collaborate and try to gather our resources to make them happen. But, you know, major shout out to Metro Rave Countess Brown. She does a lot of my um, custom outfits for performances and music videos and such. She's actually probably the only person I go to for, you know, custom um, suits and fits, and um, definitely look into her. She's she's dope. What she does, uh, Soul Seven. She does copper jewelry. So sometimes you'll see me with copper copper cuffs or like drenched drenched up in the copper drip. Whether it be necklaces, rings, and it's just different. It's mm-hmm. it's unique. It's creative. It's it's something. It's also just supporting black business. Um, yeah. And my producer friends, like, I've I've honestly collabed with so many different producers. I can go down the list, DJ Illusion, Fave Folk, he's actually in LA right now doing big things, um, <laughs> J. Bills, Black, Nove, like, it, the list goes on, but there's so much music in the vault that it's kind of, like, trying to strategically plan these releases, like, without,
0: you know, overdoing it, but
2: shit. I don't know. There's just so many
0: people. How are you finding their music and discovering like other things they've done, and like reaching out mm-hmm. that way, or how does it kind of how to how kind of work
2: for? Well, I guess more specifically when it comes to producers, I guess since um, you know, I've been kind of like maneuvering for the last few years when it comes to music and just putting myself out there. I've definitely gotten inquiries just from different producers seeking talent or. You know, maybe they gravitate to my music, my tree style, whatever it may be that they might have come across, and you know, I always love um, receiving beats or getting those inquiries because you never know what might come out of it. So that's usually yeah, the yeah. the um, case. Be, but it, you know, it if go it comes anyway. like if it's um, like I've also put just because there's three so much you know, music I already I like, already have like, on like, on, the, you know on my plate, I don't do so much outreach. <laughs> you know to follow up with the songs that need my attention now
1: We should probably play some of those tracks yes what do you think
0: definitely Let's do it right before we play fly is there anything you know that inspired you about this one or any any feelings or emotions that you want to be portrayed here um for this one
2: honestly i i I remember writing this song, like, while I was at work. (laughs) So it was a really kind of quick, seamless thing. I kind of just swift through it. And I actually didn't really like it when I first made it. So it it grew on me just through other people's responses and reactions to it. So um, I'm usually always a, you know, high vibrational girl. So it translates into this song for sure. Well, let's play it. Hey y'all, my name is Dina Dean and you're about to listen to my songs Fly and 16 on Base Miami on DubLab. <music>
4: the best, cause only your mind holds the curse, that you partner with it, I ain't tryna stop you from the night that guys you, I just wanna be the one to try you, mold you, make sure that you're on a good road, little did you know. bye the good bye. on the right road little did you know i can get- Heaven, never hell. You know where I take it and you know I do it well When I come through, to show up with respect I ain't want nothing but that motherfucking check You can catch me at your door, you can catch me in your home Oh, you're running late, just send the address to my phone Copy, paste, and go, baby, don't be playing with me I could come through and take off your shit Take off your kids, take off your peace If you hold back, that's the wrong way to be Don't fuck with me, don't fuck with me If you hold back, just remember this please Oh why, oh why They try but they'll never get by, baby Oh why, oh why You can try but you'll never get by, baby Oh why, oh why They try but they'll never get by, baby Oh why Oh, uh. Anything goes, but don't go with me If you're here talking, stay silent to eat I already see right through you, honey I don't need no time wasted, no more time wasted If you keep running, just stay on your toes You know I don't play by the rules If you're fucked up, once, got to go You ain't ever gonna catch my sipping ball Got to stay in your lane Better know where you are, why you came When it comes to the pain, don't you stray Oh, oh, uh. oh, uh. they try but they'll never get by, baby Oh, uh. oh, oh, you can try but you'll never get by, baby Oh, uh. oh, oh, they try but they'll never get by, baby Oh, uh. oh, oh
3: love and the pursuit of happiness all that we all want and all that we all need to beg and plead for the seven degrees of separation is to see life and leave you think you want this and you think you want that but in the end it's all black
0: What is up, everyone? Thank you for listening to Base Miami. We are so stoked to have you as a listener. We're trying to progress the Miami agenda globally. (laughs) (laughs) And we have help from a special guest. Her name is Dina Adin, and she's based in Miami. And we have her. She just played two songs from her Branches EP. That was a a project she released in 2017. The two songs were Fly and 16, both extremely hype. I guess a really important question is, did Branches kind of start this brand that you have, where you're like the Tree Woman Mm and the Earth? And how did that come about?
2: Well, uh, Tree Woman was definitely... I'd say before Branches EP um started, because branches kind of played off of the moniker um with the title and essence. But um Tree Woman was mostly inspired by a portrait I came across. Um that was a like a nude woman um planted into the ground, but you know, she still um expanded like the branches of her arms. So it kind of like um, signified for me growth, but still being rooted at the same time. So I liked that idea, and I carried it with me ever since I chose to do music seriously. So, Tree Woman, um, AKA, it's an AKA for me, and sometimes it helps people, because Dina Dean can be a tongue twister or something. <laughs> so um, It's a secondary artist name kind of thing, and I'm a big nature girl, so it flows.
0: We can tell. I mean, it's also very unique. I couldn't really tell you another artist or even just another public figure that kind of relays themselves in that way. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm always looking for as like a music consumer is just like one thing that's shiny about an artist that kind of separates them from the rest of the pool.
2: Ah, that's important. (laughs) You're right.
1: I think one of the things that I noticed about you especially now that you've spoken about um what's behind tree woman and you know branches is that and this was also something that I gathered literally from your Instagram is that I feel like you're very um I don't know maybe if this is the right way to say it but like in touch with like your spirituality or in touch with like your surroundings um or maybe just very into like mental wellness it seems like Mhm. I, I saw, like, a video of you with a – what's it called? A sound bowl.
2: Oh, yeah. And I'm like,
1: <laughs> I feel like those – I don't know. I, there's, like, a certain kind of, um, like, energy, I guess, that's relayed through your music that shows that, 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 like, calmness and, like, spirituality, and I feel like that's one of the other things that makes you as an artist unique. I just mm-hmm. thought that I, I wanted that because you were talking about the the true <laughs> woman um, the story behind it just so you know like your 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 story is very much heard um, on the other okay. side as a
0: well I guess I have a question about like branches like kind of relating to your stuff that you're releasing more recently
3: mm-hmm.
0: Um, so the, the climate of how music is not only listened to but also you know, sold is very different, with four years after Branches. So I guess the question is, like, what has changed and what the how has the feedback kind of intensified since Branches or since your first kind of offering in this space? Um, I'd say the
2: feedback is probably more engaging um i'd say because you know with time you know you progress you evolve I'd say that because music is tricky like <laughs> streams you know they it's it's cool because everyone gets to tap into the music that you put out but you know it's not what it used to be with albums and like selling actual physical tangible things <laughs> So I don't know, I'd say that it's re- it's still received pretty well, but maybe just, like, um, pe- I'd say people are catching on more now than before. <laughs> like, my branches EP probably gets more attention now, like, this year,
0: you know, than when I initially put it out. I think it's, like, a singles game, and, like, when you are, I'm sure you're kind of going to say something similar, but it is that type of climate, and that's, when, when you're able to put a lot of resources and and support into a single, it's kind of easier to be picked up by the world, and then and then also progresses how many people are following you, whether it be on streaming or on socials. So, I think that's kind of been helpful. For, maybe I mean for a lot of artists, but mm-hmm.
1: I feel like it's been a really weird and different climate, like or not different, difficult climate for people. Well, artists in general during right now it's pandemic mm-hmm. where we have even hearing people say like no one should, like so i've heard i don't know where i saw it It was like on a panel or something that like a label executive was like yeah i've been telling like my artist not to release this year but I, and that that was like a label person right who, who meant like not big time clients because they basically say like it's it's not worth the effort or the time or the money and it's clearly like a true testament to all of that for, you know, artists of all sides, caliber, et cetera, to be just like releasing their stuff and being like, yo, this is my music. Cause you don't even know. I mean, just like your branches EP, like mm-hmm. how are you going to know that it was going to blow up? Uh, what is it? Three years later. exactly You never know. You
2: never know. So, and yeah. I don't necessarily think it's a diehard formula to musical releases or like when it, or when it's right or not right because if someone hears it and they like it they like it and it, it, it's a wave you know it can just easily become a lot of people's favorite songs like it's not necessarily that part's not so much in your control you know I think putting out music um now is probably i i disagree with that label head person because people need music now more than ever you know
1: oh yeah and we're probably getting some of like the best music of like the the well this is the end of the 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 century right exactly is it century or decade what's the one that we're Oh <laughs> I said exactly though, like I just was right here with you. It is. Yeah, no, no, no. And I remember everyone at the beginning of the year was like, "Oh, it's the new decade," and I'm like, "No, it's not. This is the end of this decade, mm-hmm. and we're about to leave park with like some of the craziest art that people have been able to like conceive because they've been locked up at home. Like,
0: right. yeah, right The so, I guess in the next. Kind of segment uh, here and like transitioning to the, the next songs we're gonna play mm-hmm. is each song to kind of it's, it's important to like have that identifying aspect and I think you're really good at kind of keeping each to have it have its own story mm-hmm. so what, what is like your songwriting process and I guess the next song we're gonna play here is uh is it take a chance Yes. Okay. Yeah, Take a Chance. So with that song, or with, like, twelve one, kind of how... What was your, your process there?
2: Um, with Take a Chance, that's, that producer is Black. Shout out to him. Um, we actually made the song, like, a year before we released it, so... Um, I'd say the process and the typical process for me when it comes to making music is just like (laughs) freestyling. So I don't typically have like, you know, something written, you know, prior to the studio session. I don't typically, um, write that much when I hear the music. I kind of just allow my mouth and, and words or just my voice to kind of like lead the way when I hear the production, cause I think that's the most authentic way of capturing the essence and just kind of seeing what um, what the beat does to me, like what it does to me on its initial reaction, like initial, you know, like when you first hear a song, it does something to you that it can't ever do to you the second or third time you hear it. <laughs> so um, that's usually my method. I I like to, here on fresh ears and and kind of just capture the freestyle that comes out the initial time and and then just kind of like crystallize it from there so once I record the freestyle me and the producer whoever you know kind of chooses what sticks like this part stays this part can be the hook. this part you know let's just clean up some lyrics or if sometimes it's a great take the first time which is not often but you know if if I'm that much in the vibe or you know that much taken away by the moment, it can actually be you know a, just the first take is is the song. <laughs> so it's it's for me that that part of the process is is like um, is the most euphoric. Part. Yeah. So I say we we'll take a chance. It was just like kind of imagining what romance could be if, you know, we weren't scared, I guess. I'll picture different scenarios or maybe I'm going through an emotional scenario. I think at the time I was definitely crushing on someone. So <laughs> I
3: just
0: kind of tapped into that oh, emotion. Yeah. I can hear that one. I, I feel like this was a song where I would listen to if like i'm daydreaming about someone or
2: actually <laughs> like take a
0: chance on me <laughs> exactly.
2: hey my name is dina Dean, and you're about to listen to my songs jacuzzi and take a chance on base miami on dub lab hope you like it you can
3: rap you can ride.
4: The truth that's inside. We can make it relevant right now. If you wanna talk about what you tryna hide, feel it in my heart, in my soul. I knew from beginning I was so But I gave it a little time to air out. There's a trick there's a trick goes in your mind. There's a jacuzzi, there's a jacuzzi on my block, right if you wanna make you a big star, oh, I can give you Thank you.
1: Listening to Dev Lab Miami with Jordi and Kate, and our lovely, lovely guest this episode, Dina Adine. She is a Miami vocalist. She's an absolute ray of sunshine, and we have her here today in our virtual studio. You just heard her two tracks Jacuzzi and Take a Chance. Very, very nice music, very pleasing to the ears we support it and we were just actually before we listened to those two tracks we were talking about kind of your songwriting process and like recording and Mm -hmm. all of that and one of well i would first like to hear about how that all went with jacuzzi and i want to kind of compare and contrast and see if it really is true that you know freestyling does seem to be your default setting
2: Yes. Um freestyling is definitely my default way of making music. Um even you know with jacuzzi, which was recorded during the summer. Um it was made within the, the first ten minutes of our studio session. So, you know, we finished the track quite quickly and it's simply because I was able to tap into my element right away and the production, you know. It went through me. It 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 went through me right away. Um, shout out to Nam you know, he produced that track and you know, I, I kinda was like, This is a jacuzzi but I was like, This is stupid. Like I almost <laughs> didn't record it because I was like, I don't have a jacuzzi and it's I just was overthinking it, but he reassured me that I should stick with that and you know, from there the verses were made on the spot and it just went
1: if there was no jacuzzi then where did it
2: come from <laughs> my imagination
1: <laughs> my imagination
2: and you know as women i'm sure we can all attest to our jacuzzis
1: <laughs> <That is laughs>
2: so it's, it's a little metaphorical as well in a sensual sense so oh
1: yeah that, that okay we I, I i'm picking up what you're putting down so we, right. we explore jacuzzi we explore take a chance and what we're going to be listening to in a few is a series um of freestyles actually by you mm-hmm. which now that we're talking about it it's like it seems like everything's a freestyle, but these specifically are special. They're called tree styles. Yeah.
2: Um, they're a lot more raw. Um, yes, I freestyle, you know, the songs that are published and out like Jacuzzi and Take a Chance, but I'll, of course, go back and just make sure everything's crystallized and perfect and I'll tweak up lyrics if, if need be, you know, but with the tree styles, they're definitely more raw, just um, first takes only, like just off the off the top of my head. Um, so, and I, I definitely enjoy taking a whack at, you know, industry beats and seeing how I can recreate a, a already popular song. So Tree Styles kind of goes into that lane a bit more.
0: So is it mostly, was it the the main initiative here to be like a social thing or just another way to kind of put out music or, or both? I'd say both. Um, with tree styles, I can't necessarily like publish
2: it on streaming platforms because like I said, it is on industry beats and just other beats that I don't own. So you know, it's for fun. It's it's for content as well. Like I collab with different videographers and animators that create um dope tree style videos that just help engage, you know, the supporters yeah. online. Um I'm actually revamping tree styles, so look out for that. Yeah. <laughs> um and yeah, this, it was just a, a fun way to be creative. Another fun way to get creative. Have you
3: performed?
2: <laughs> Have I performed? I've performed tree styles probably once or twice, but it's not a go-to because um, I, I, I want to, maybe in the future I'll do it more often because I'm revamping it and I'm going to put some more light into tree styles. So I'd say in the future, I'd probably perform it a bit more.
1: I'm curious as to what revamping holds in store for tree styles or is this like locked up secret exclusive vibes? I'm kidding.
2: (laughs) Um, I haven't announced it too much yet. So this is definitely an exclusive announcement on Labs. So, uh, I'd say that, um, you know, just look out for just more flows, uh, Cause I like, when I freestyle, I rap too. So I'm not a rapper. I don't consider myself a rapper, but whatever comes out, whatever I think compliments, you know, whatever beat I'm I'm rapping freestyling on, like it just, it just may be that. It may be a hip hop feel. You know what I'm saying? I love hip hop. I grew up on hip hop. So I'd say hip hop is a lot more influenced in my tree styles
0: for sure. So let's play those, those tree styles. But before we get into them, Dina, would you say that mm-hmm. this there is there any artist that you would draw inspiration from for these in particular if it, if they're more leaning towards the hip-hop side of things and, sure. and less towards the, the soul?
2: Yeah, that's that's actually a really good question because I say um with tree styles and just my freestyle inspiration period um I would definitely give Lil Wayne credit for that. Um, Lil Wayne, I am a big fan of, especially early Weezy. He used to drop hella mixtapes, and um, he would always brag. I was younger, of course, listening to him, like middle school, high school. But he'd brag always about how it's no written, so off the top, you know. He didn't write it down. He just goes with him, I can go. So... Right, I feel like just off of seeing the energy he brought doing that and the fire he, he used to spit doing that definitely influenced and inspired me for sure.
1: Of the things that inspire you, do you, this is I guess the namesake question, and I found the perfect place to put it. Um, have you found inspiration in your surroundings and your upbringings here in South Florida, Miami? your heritage, your culture, like, all of the things that we have here that are exclusive to being in Miami, has that at all swayed you in your artistical journey?
2: Um, I'd definitely say so. Um, the culture of Miami's music is, I'd say it's vulgar. (laughs) It's vulgar. It is (laughs) vulgar. It is vulgar. (laughs) But, but for me it definitely gave me the freedom to not put a limit on my expression so you know
1: honestly I would credit that to like the the Caribbean cultures we have mm-hmm. like the, the Venezuelans like even like the Haitians right. the Jamaicans like all these like people from these islands like we're so candid yes. and like so like fuck it <laughs> and that definitely that definitely plays a part in like everything that happens oh, yeah. down
3: here.
1: That's, I love that you said vulgar because that's literally the word
2: literally that's the key word with Miami music and um I was exposed to it you know growing up for sure with you know slip and slide records and just you know the different vibes you got out of Miami and the carefreeness you got out of Miami so I'd say it definitely inspired me in a way to just like not overthink any type of expression i want to you know sing about like just do it because why not
0: great. great great we love that and i mean i feel like with that being said yeah
1: literally without <laughs> getting
0: into it. we'll get into it can you please intro our first tree or I guess both tree styles. What's up you guys? It's your
2: girl Dina Dean. Thank you so much for listening to Yosemite and Frontin. You guys can sound it up find it on my SoundCloud page at Dina Dean. And thank you guys so much for listening on base Miami on Dub Lab.
4: Because you're willing. but you know you gotta let all right. with that friend who she is here yeah a friend so you say but that's okay with me cause I know where you're like and I know ain't no goodbyes. so about to fly on oh yeah remember last week when I had your car rolling around what you do know so far the rage you down know, long I tell you one things you know keep it between us we never do
0: Hello, LA, Miami, whoever's listening, Dub Lab crew. This is Base Miami. Our intentions here: we are spreading the good South Florida word across the globe. Um, we want to make sure that our Miami folk, our Miami artists, are put on properly. And we actually took a bit of a, a hiatus to find, you know, the right artist to come back with, and. We are blessed enough to have Miss Dina Adin, who,
3: yeah. <laughs> love that,
0: who just um, played some of her freestyle tracks, which are freestyles that are kind of exclusive. Um, we she, she We got two back-to-back. You guys got a taste of those. And that kind of dips into her hip-hop sound. But she is multifaceted. And... I would say that you kind of accompany a lot of different genres or labels. Mm-hmm.
3: What
0: do you think about that? Um
2: I I appreciate that um recognition because uh, I do feel like a vast um genre inside of me. <laughs> like I feel like I could into, I feel like I could tap into, you know, whatever, you know, I feel at the at in that moment. So I don't necessarily like to be Bacchuson, but um I know my voice comes out more soul than R and B, but I I like to just do
1: whatever. Yeah. I mean it's definitely evident, especially listening to the tree styles, that you are able to tap into like different flows and different mm-hmm. things. Um and it's also I mean I feel like a broken record, but a lot of artists these days, especially like independent artists and, and you know, the, the generation of now, like literally the people who are coming up now and making music, everyone is, is on this like genre list tip or, you know, ever fluid like situation where it's like, yeah, I can do this, but I can also do this, that, and that. So it's no, there's no longer like the need to be in one genre exactly so that's the way it goes who says that you're just like an r&b singer or what have you like exactly. you clearly have more than just that
2: exactly it's just for the check boxes
1: <laughs> exactly just for the work boxes and i think another really good um example of ever talented are our dear friends of paper water who actually were the ones who led us to you. Yes. Yeah. Because they were they were pretty much putting you on. They were pretty much, like, yeah. flexing you all over the place. And we were, like, <laughs> we need this girl. So they're, they're a special bunch. And, like, honestly, like we had said earlier, like, anything – oh, wait, actually, we didn't say it earlier. We said it to them. Anything paper water touches turns to gold. And you know I think <laughs> – I think, I think it's just like a match made in heaven. And I kind of want to know, like, have, you know, what's, what's the, what's the dynamic? Like, like, do they produce for you? Or are they help? Cause we know that they can do it all. Right. So I'm wondering what your relationship is with the Paper Water Boys.
2: The Paper Water Boys are actually <laughs> a amazing duo. You know, I have a lot of respect for them and, They're just really great at what they do. I'm blessed to kind of have them in my corner creatively. They're my brothers. So I'd say that um, uh, just coming together with this project is something we've kind of just been anticipating for some time. We knew we wanted to put music out together and showcase it to the world. And um, it finally happened. So we just wanted to be out the box with it, which naturally, you know, if you know paper Water, you're familiar with their production and their music. They're already so out the box. So they, in a way, challenge me to just, you know, follow their lead or get on their speed because it's just it's just really
0: alternative. It's really different.
1: Yeah, they're, they're like, honestly some
0: of the most. Good, um... say, that say that again. Sorry, that was like <laughs> I
1: was gonna say. They're honestly some of the most like wild people mm-hmm. at least like that I can say I mean I'm sure Jordy feels the same way, but mm-hmm. out of all of the people that we've had on the show, like some of the most like talented well rounded mm-hmm. like super on the fucking ball like, miami these bro.
0: no yeah, they love miami they like just they love and live Miami and like I really yeah I know
1: it. they're a great representation mm-hmm. of what uh, down here, so if anyone's listening and is just curious, like, well, first of all, they were our first episode back on Dub Lab. Good. So if you go on dublab.com and you look us up, based girls, they're the first episode in the archive nice. anyway. But they're a great bunch, great mix on that episode as well. I need to tell all of the listeners that you have a project with them mm-hmm. that, that you recently,
2: well, funny enough, on um- we never even really plotted towards making an EP release up until maybe a couple months before we actually released it um we had you know a few songs in the vault and we were actually planning on putting or i if you ask paperwater they'll tell you too like they were going to do more of a, a larger project with a bunch of artists but i guess they broke it down in a way where it's more um it's more particular. So each artist has their own individual release in collaboration with, his, with Paper Water. So that was kind of the shift of gears that they took. And um, we just chose the best songs. We chose our best songs that we liked and just kind of presented the diversity that we wanted to have on the you know small EP. So it it kind of came about in that fashion like we recorded these songs in the in the like in the time span of two years so the last two years yeah the last two years like I think I think Moonbird was made in like 2018 <laughs> and, and Vroom was made last year in 2019 and Shut Up was made this year. Wow, it's crazy. <laughs> like, they they were made, each song was made in a separate year. So it just took some time to sit down and just navigate how we wanted to go about it. And I think these three songs stood out to us the most out of the few that we made, like the handful
0: that we made. That's cool, because with, with you and Paper Water, there's so much chemistry like, in these mm-hmm. songs. Feels so organic and it's cool that th- their production is like very you can identify it like you know when mm-hmm. they have their at the same time your, their their project with you feels very catered to you so they were kind of they, they have a very good understanding of of your sound so i really like this project um i think shut up is an a- absolute hit but like the the branding here too like the vroom and then this cover art is super on point so thank you I have I have to hand it to you guys for this thank one thank you I actually um just want to plug right quick there's vinyls
2: available so whoever does resonate with the EP and wants to get a physical tangible copy like a collectible piece definitely tap into our vinyls and they're they're sold on my merch site treewoman16.com <laughs> uh, uh, yes
1: treewoman 16 I love them. Um, Before we get into the actual tunes, I do want to ask. Just because all of your music video clips are awesome, will we be getting a song that is accompanied by a music video from the CD? Yes. And if actually shut up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes, I'm actually in the midst of making that happen with Paper Water and a. FX editor because we have some green screen teams and definitely uh, are doing some animated um, effects to the next content releases that'll be out to you guys soon. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm excited too. I'm excited.
0: We're still pushing the project, so look out for it. I love that. Okay, should we jump in? Should we jump in?
1: just jump into the water to feel- <laughs> what,
0: they, what they came here looking for what's up guys my name
2: is Dina Dean you're about to listen to Shut Up, Broom, and Moonbird by me and Paperwater collaborative EP on Base Miami on Dublab.
3: hey uh-huh uh-huh okay what's up can we
4: rise to the beat? Keep your eyes on my feet. When I move, you can see me climb. Let me know if you can't. It would be such a shame if you can't hang with me tonight. You've been taking, taking over the bridge. I know what you're for. I don't come to play around Oh, cause I know it's said I got you want the road Ain't no surprise I got your mind In the middle of my hand Oh, cause I know it's said like you want, you want to run
2: I honestly feel like people naturally forget that this is just a temporary experience that we have here, you know, on Earth, and we're spirits, ultimately, just here for a limited time. And today, our spirit is eternal, so there's nothing to be afraid of. You tell me. Tell me. Why are people afraid? Afraid. Afraid.
1: We're back. And by we, I mean us. And by us, I mean the girls of Based Miami and Dina Adeen, who's also a girl from Miami.
0: Are you from Miami?
1: I'm from Miami.
2: I'm Haitian-American, though, so I'm a first-generation American Haitian.
1: Cool. You hear it in your accent Really? Cool. We just heard a collaborative ep by dina dean featuring the paper water boys with three tracks you just heard them they're called shut up room and Moonbird. you might have heard shut up in the beginning we did that on purpose because Mm -hmm. it's a catchy tune and we hope it gets stuck in your head to the point where you have to listen to it over and over and over again um but this was a really special project and especially like for me and jay to see like, you working with Paper Water, that for us is, like, an instant, like, check mark of approval, because whatever they say goes <laughs> in this town. I um, Exactly, and I think it's worth noting that this last track, Moonbird, that we just heard from you is definitely a little more different than the first two. Mm-hmm. It has, like, a little more of, like, an emotional tinge to it something a little more spiritual and i think Mm -hmm. it's worth maybe listening to what you have to say about it since clearly you are very eloquent with your words
2: (laughs) thank you um yes with moonbird that song oddly was actually written so i didn't so much freestyle it i got the like flows down but i really wanted to compliment the production in a way that's storytelling or in a way that makes you think a little deeper because I felt like I owed it to that. I owed it to the beat because the beat's so dope. (laughs) So um, that song kind of taps into the element of reincarnation. Like some of the lyrics in there is like this life I was a girl, next life I'll be a pigeon. Like who knows? And, you know, we who knows, like, the circle of life in which our spirits travel through. So I kind of wanted to speak on that and elaborate on the wonders of that in Moonbird and um, just, you know, open the realms of spirituality and just thinking of life as not just one paradigm, but just a whole facet of different paradigms that, you know, our spirit experiences throughout so, Moonbird
0: is an example of that, is, yeah, the spiritual journey. Dina, are you spiritual yourself? Like, would you consider yourself, like, very... And I won't. I definitely
2: would say I'm spiritual. I think um, just, you know, living in this world, you have to have some sort of freaking anchor. Because... You know, it can can drive you crazy just with the circumstances and probably your personal life and just things going on on the news and just external life, you know, that affect you day to day. So I think having a groundingness and just something that makes you feel at peace is very important. And um, just the different things that take a toll on us, like I said, day to day to just our childhood. We're healing. We're healing individuals. We're forever healing we're forever evolving progressing and getting past things that you know affect our characteristics we just want to improve right so I think spirituality it just helps us to do that in an authentic way in a way that's true, true to who you are in a way that's like you know you're not swayed in any direction because you have the compass internally right you already have it inside of you so when you're spiritual when you allow communication with you know, whatever source, whatever, whether it be God, the universe, it, it just creates more of a groundingness so that you're not lost. And so you're able yeah. to get past things probably quicker than, you know, being down. <laughs> you're
1: happy. <laughs> and lost. Yeah. yeah. And I feel, I mean, this is what I was like, kind of mentioning before that I feel like even, um, like without speaking to you like I could just tell by like even just the content and like the music and all of that that you Mm -hmm. you are definitely someone with like a deeper sense of being and like meaning so I think that's definitely something very special about you not only as a person but as an artist because we don't get a lot of vulnerability like that in artistry like like music at least like I don't I can't think of I don't know, like, many artists that
2: I like that are even openly, spiritual. I I think Janae Aiko is definitely a a great example of that.
1: Um, Yeah. Yeah,
2: she's open about, you know, her spirituality and expressing it in her music, which I really love. And, um, yeah, everyone has their own method, though. Like, not every, this is not for everyone, you know? Everyone has their own grounded method, you know, that makes them, that works for them,
0: so. For sure. Yeah. I feel like now is a really good time to ask you about some of your inspirations in music. I know we, we covered the whole Wayne thing with the, <laughs> but separately, you know, are there any artists that you not not really try to identify with musically, but mm-hmm. can see you kind, of, you know, your career paths aligning? Uh, I'd say I'm definitely inspired and
2: I feel aligned with. Erica Badu, Jill Scott—they mm. uh, had a versus battle that I, you know, almost cried over. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. both like my aunties in my head. Um, Ginny Aiko is definitely one of them for me. I'm also heavily influenced by Beyonce. She's a killer. You know, she's a queen. Um, How many nominations
0: did I on um, Beyonce? What'd you say? So many nominations for Beyonce. Yeah. Today. I uh, didn't know. I think like nine or something like that. For
2: Grammys? Yeah. Okay, they yeah. just put it out, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Today. Dope, dope. Yes, as she deserves. So her, um and a lot of old school artists, like Aaliyah, you know, 90s R&B is definitely a big major influence on me. Um, I'm a big fan of Kendrick Lamar, you know, J. Cole, Pioneers. I'd say in the hip hop game today. And, you know, just the real ones out here that are carrying the torch.
1: You, you are the you person to receive the torch. Yes. And to pass it over. Like, We're you're passing
2: it patiently, waiting. But yes. Patiently. yes. Yes.
1: Yes. You're, you're in line. You're in line.
2: Thank you. Um, Encouraging. It's,
1: it's amazing. No, I, this is this whole thing is to like you know hype you up like Aww. we we pick people to come on the show because we think that other people need to know about you you know what i'm saying no. like you're 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 worth it and no. that's like the pretty much the basis of that's the name of the game <laughs> and speaking of you know all of this hyping you up and your talents and your worth we are just Itching to know what are the next steps for Dina Adeen What is up and coming? The year is almost over. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the hell is gonna happen with this <laughs> goddamn pandemic. Right. But we know that you are a fucking warrior. Oh. So what what's the game plan? What's what can we warriors about? recognize warriors? So I appreciate you, ladies.
2: Thank you so much. Um <laughs> Uh for, for me though, I can't believe the year is already almost ending, but jeez, Um today actually I I did have a really dope um session with NBC News. So that should be something that's going to be airing on December 9th, according to the producer man. So shout out, shout out, major, major shout out to Paperwater. Paper Otter Boys, they definitely plugged me in for that. So, my brothers, I love you for that. Um, It'll be a music special just on how music affects people. And they did um, a collab with me, so I'll be expecting that in December. Um, You can be expecting a couple music videos from our recent EP, Broom. You can expect tree styles to be revamped. I have an EP, another one that I'm working towards that'll be a lot more intimate, a lot more into the element of um, I'd say what defines me as an artist. And I'm really, really excited about this one. This is like my baby. It'll be a six track EP um, called Rays, like Sunrays. And um, that'll be out probably before the spring of 2021. So or probably just when spring hits, type shit. So, um, Frilly Lily, which is a song that will be played shortly, is it will actually be on it. So that's a ex- real exclusive sneak peek of one of the tracks that'll be on that EP. And a music video will also be accompanying Frilly Lily um, very soon too, probably in January. So just a lot more content, you know, a lot more honing in on what is out now as well as what's to come out.
0: What is the um that is all amazing. I am so excited about all of it, especially the, the intimate EP. That sounds very exciting. And and the we get the exclusives. I'm hype. But I wanna ask, like, what is the five year goal or what is the ten year goal for your artist for? Ten years, that's the <laughs> Okay. Uh, I usually get
2: five, but this is I like this 10 year one. Um Yeah. Ten year goal, I'd say, is touring i want to at least i guess within 10 years i want to see at least 60 percent of the world maybe 70 i want to see like all the corners of the world because i feel like you know it's god's creation i just i i, I cultures influence me inspiring me so much i love seeing different cultures so i think that'll come along with touring um I want to be Grammy nominated, so I'm going to I'm going to inch for a few Grammy nominations, hopefully a few Grammy wins, you know, under my belt. Uh five, at least five of them. Okay. Um minimum five minimum in 10 nominees. years or else. Yes, minimum five Grammys in 10 years. As well as just expanding um you know my lifestyle and expanding it on to my family i think that's one of my major goals that i that's for me like a definition of success is to just um you know uplift my lifestyle as well as the people around me so just you know getting that house in la and i have a couple pads in a couple different oh, wow.
3: spots
2: and just living freely i think success for me is just being able to perform worldwide and being recognized and able to share it with people I love so I don't ask for too too much but that that would be a 10-year span for me as well as just even crazier music videos as we go every year next yeah. year, you know Busta Rhymes I'm thinking like just crazy music videos that we used to see out the box
1: oh my god what was that that music video with buster rhymes and and janet oh katarina what's her name michael jackson janet jackson yeah 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 i literally thought of that (laughs) dude i i saw a tweet today that that's still to this day one of the most like expensive music videos to Mm. date and I'm not we, surprised. We you be on that list. We need that.
2: Right, right, and I am not surprised because it was just so detail oriented. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Your your ten year plan honestly seems in your reach, girl. Thank you. You guys, guys are, are making
2: my night. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um
1: so we spoke about the future we also have some exclusive future releases to be played at the end of this show but i guess are we is what what's the time on us right now what okay wow we're right pretty much on time yes, should we These at the end. I think we should say goodbye
0: and then play the unreleased track.
1: Yeah, let's let's plug socials and like anything in the immediate future to look out for or anything literally anything that you want people to check out like right now is the moment to plug it in, like your Instagram, your SoundCloud, uh Spotify, etc. Okay. Oh, Oh, your merch store for sure. Mm -hmm. Um and all of that we'll put it in a bio so that people can click on it as well. And then we say, and then you're going to be like, okay, like, thanks. And, and all of that. And then you're going to say that you're about to listen to, which one were the three? Keep it in. Oh no, you, you took out keep it yeah, in and you gave us else house instead. Really, you gave us really little really, and, and more love. Okay. Beautiful. Okay. So I don't even know what the last words we said were before I went on this tangent. Um, <laughs> No. so now that we've reached this moment in time where we've gone beginning to end about Dina Dean's artistry delving into the future as well, we would like to do what we always do for our artists at the end and give them a moment to plug in anything and everything that you, the listeners need to te- need to check out yes, so without further ado plug yourself yes thank you guys so much for having me
2: my name is Dina Dean once again um all of my actual social media hash or handles um are my name Dina Dean it's spelled D-Y-N-A-E-D-Y-N-E and if you have any trouble with that you can just hashtag tree woman on Instagram you follow me um I have just released a merch site, so definitely check that out. It's treewoman16.com, and there's just some collectible items, um, some limited-time designs, um, collage tees, jackets, and definitely some vinyls on there you want to check out. And, yeah, you can check me out on Spotify. Apple, SoundCloud has some things that, you know, other streaming platforms don't have, so definitely tap into that. And once again, everything's Dina Dean. So if you put the back flash and <laughs> add Dina Dean at the end, you should find me on all musical platforms, social media
0: platforms, the whole nine. Perfect. I am so happy to have had you on the show. We are both like been looking at your music and and you and like had been hoping for it. So we really appreciate you, Dina. I and you guys. Also excited to have these exclusives. Yes. Well. So I guess I'll do that,
2: that final drop. Final drop. Yes. Final drop. <laughs> hey, you guys. My name is Dina Dean, and you're about to listen to Philly Lily, Hustlers, and More Love, exclusive, unreleases on Base Miami on Dublab. Check it out.
4: you made fun, of no. you ain't i shall really, Show yeah. Wanna do? You ain't got no work until five. We ain't even gotta dissect. So I just want to try Free rides all night. I'll more vibes. Take yeah, that what you like. We can go in on the foreplay. I'll follow through with the good juice. Cash it out like your own base. I better follow through with the good wood. Oh, oh, oh. When you don't want this money, gotta go hard for the fortune. Get to the motion when you. Okay. Can-